Hello, people, and welcome to Ad and Jay Chat Footy. This is our weekly excuse to catch up, chat footy, and force our mediocre opinions onto others. I'm Ad, and with me is my co-host Jay. Jay, how are you doing? I'm right, mate. I'm uh, I'm struggling with children and them being so reliant on me. Yeah, F- yeah. feel that pain, mate. Feel that pain. But at least you've got this to distract you and get you out of the way. Yeah, the struggle just to get just to get sitting a bit in a quiet room with a laptop is uh, <laughs> is. I mean, they are both under four to be fair to them. So I mean, they I expect them to be slightly dependent on me, but it's just too much all the time. You're just clearly doing too much of a good job as a father, and they just need you so much and love you so much take it take it as a compliment mate yeah i i, I should i should but i don't let, 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 let's crack on okay mate um so yeah i just want to start obviously we've been getting some good feedback on our instagram page for those that are listening we do have a instagram page which has got just as good of a title as our podcast which is ad and j chat footy um anyone listening please do follow us we're going to be posting loads of stuff about football really keen to get your opinions as well any feedback on games you know write comments and we could could potentially read them out on this show um jay i, I think i warned you i'm going to potentially try and make a bit of a joke now and do some comedy so please um at least humor me and laugh at the end of this so jay listen to this we've got some actual newspaper reviews that have come through about our first episode of our podcast last week do you want to hear them i would love to hear them okay first one from the daily mail called us the anton deck of football podcasting excellent good laugh there jay next one the guardian this wonderful duo bring you intellectual and highbrow football subjects such as left our lefties one-footed the perfect listen while performing your weekly waitrose shopping trip and then the sun their one uh let me just get it here the finest pair since kelly brooks t- actually better not read that one out. that's a bit rude um but yeah yeah some nice reviews <laughs> that got me then and yeah i'm gonna say did you did you did you plagiarize them but clearly you didn't you you've spent evenings working uh, that yeah that that was like that was a week just working on it practicing it in front of the mirror saying it in front of my kids about 20 times so uh yeah i, th- I think i got a, a a small little laugh out of you then kelly brick will always get a smile yeah <laughs> okay so coming up on today's show we've got uh last week's results we're going to chat through we're going to talk about headlines predictions of the week ahead uh we've got our controversial opinion again uh random topic and we will be doing a quiz as always so let's start with last week's results uh jay not in terms of going into the games but more just what we predicted and then what the actual score was so jay do you remember what your predi- prediction was for liverpool versus leicester Liverpool versus Everton. That's the one. <laughs> that was the week before, wasn't it? Leicester was the week before. Yeah, I was saying we're not. We're, are you really trying to wind me up? I've already. Said <laughs> it's, it's just you lose so many games now. It's hard to remember which games which. Yeah, I, I definitely, I, I, I definitely get that. Uh, yeah, I said two 0 Um. Ah yes, but you, yeah, you said two 0 to Liverpool, but it's actually two 0 to Everton, wasn't it? So I said two one to Liverpool. So technically, I'm closer, but I don't think we can give anyone a win on that one. Um, okay, then we then we had Arsenal Man City. You predicted. Do you remember what you you said for that one? Nope. Okay, what you said. You down, yeah, yeah, I've got it here. I just wanted to see if you remember. I said two all, and you said three one to Man City. And it was 
it was 1-0. It was 1-0. So, yeah, neither of us got that one either. And then the last one was the Bournemouth match. You said 0-0. I said 1-0 to Bournemouth. And it was actually 2-1 to Bournemouth. So, looking at the result, those results, a bit of a bad week all round for all our teams. So, that beautifully links us into Liverpool. Do you want to give a little review of last week's game, Jay? Not really. <laughs> also... Why did it take you like 18 months to ask me to do a podcast? Because any time in the last two years previously, I would have been, it would have been like, you'd been like, how are you doing? How's Liverpool? I've been like, yeah, great, mate. We've won 13 in a row. We haven't conceded. And, and it seems that we start a podcast and I, it's just all down and dreary from here. So, and it, and it was that the Everton game. So the week before I said that we've seen something against Everton, uh, seen something against, you've got me doing it now, seen something against Leicester. Champions League game, I felt like, you know, we're we a bit better to watch. And then the Everton game, concede after three minutes and just don't get any better. I mean, Kabak, I mean, I look like I can't run and I think I'm quicker. <laughs> like, seriously, he is he's so slow. Like, not just slow as in pace, but slow as in... You can almost see his, him look at the ball when it, the ball flies into the air. Honestly, I, I, I'm really... I mean, it can't get any worse. That's the that's the only positive I'm taking for it. it yeah, yeah. Can't get any worse. Rock, rock bottom. We're losing two 0 at home to Everton. Um. So yeah, I mean, I, Everton deserved the win. They they, Ancelotti just did one. I think it did what had one over on Klopp, and yeah, like I said, it, it it's it has to be uphill from here. It has to get better than that because it was, it. it do you know what? I left the game on. Or was it on, no Saturday night? And it ruined my Saturday night. Ooh. Oh, that's terrible when that happens. Yeah, you know because it's like it was the five thirty kickoff, and usually it can be done, and the kids go to bed, and it's like yes, I can enjoy my Saturday night. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't let it go. And Liverpool haven't had a game since, so I think now we're time because I've not really talked to anyone about it because most of my friends are Liverpool fans, so and we just don't talk about it if if it, if there was a bad result. So, so um. So, yeah, I think that we just need to get the next game out of the way. Yeah, well, you've got a good one coming up. But what I'm going to do now, just to, I guess, enhance listener engagement, is read out some comments that were on a um, post that I put about the game on Saturday. Um, and to be honest, looking at the fact that our highest response rate from people is from Liverpool fans, that is the exact reason why I didn't want to start a podcast 12, 18 months ago, because that's all we'd be hearing about, how good Liverpool are. So, um, yeah, I'm really pleased about that now. Um, so, first one, uh, from Blue-Eyed Ro- Blue Roma, he wrote, never a pen, but that doesn't matter really. We didn't play well, weren't clinical enough when we had chances. We go again. Agree with that, Jay? Yeah, so was that would, that would be the Leicester game? No, no, that no, that was the Everton game. Because the, oh, really? there was that, that penalty. Um yeah, yeah, this, yeah. What was the penalty uh, decision against Everton? I have no idea. I don't know why I don't think that. Although, to be honest, last week I was talking about the Liverpool-Everton game where Origi equalised and he didn't equalise. That, that was the winner. So, I mean, what do I know about football? Apparently, I, I watch every game and apparently I can't remember. Maybe I didn't. It's like I said, I, I, that game finished and I just blocked it out of my mind. Actually, yes. There, no, there was, there was that penalty decision that shouldn't have been a penalty. I remember watching it now and thinking, actually, that's ridiculous because it was uh, Alexander-Arnold... He slid, and the player shot, and the ball came back. And because Alexander Arnold was still on the floor, and the player ran into him, it was a penalty. Yeah, yeah, I do remember it. Yeah, that's why I don't remember it being a penalty. That was bloody ridiculous. 
yeah, yeah. It's a, you know, like, I find that a lot in football. You know, whether it's like, where are they supposed to go? Like, where are players supposed to go? Yeah. You know, if they kind of, if they, you know, they, if, if just their momentum takes them on like an extra like yard and they take someone out, it's like, well, they can't really do much about that. You can't just stop, you know, there's no pause button. They're just like, right, I'm going to stop right here. It's just, that's momentum. That's how it works. So, yeah, I agree, mate. I, I, I agree with, um, Blue-eyed Roma. Blue-eyed Roma. <laughs> yeah, I, to be honest, I know who these guys are, but I won't say their name just in case they don't want to be called out on here. Um, okay, so I've got Ocarina of Dan, who has quite quite a lengthy post. He's put, not particularly sure what positive to take from the game today as an LFC supporter. Never a penalty as mentioned previously, but that's pretty much irrelevant. I honestly believe that burnout combined with injuries to Gomez, Virgil van Dijk, etc. have seriously caught up with us. The midfield minus Wijnaldum looks periphery and aren't pressing as they have done over the last two seasons. We seem to be looking for the cautious sideway ball uh, far too often now with no directness to our play. I would have I would have to give credit to the opposition who seem to have us figured out more so this season, sitting far deeper whilst doubling up on Alexander-Arnold and Robbo. We have dominated games possession-wise, however, we aren't being allowed to play in that final third. If the midfield high press isn't there, I would like to see us drop off and defend deeper against teams, playing more of a counter-attacking style, as in theory, we'd be affording more space for the attacking football we have purveyed from the last couple of years. Champions League qualification and the Champions League tourney proper have to be the priority now. Qualification won't be easy now, however, with so many teams vying for it, I'd almost say that winning the Champions League would be more achievable goal at this point. So a lot on there, but yeah, what thoughts on any of that? Yeah, I think that that's probably the kind of thing you're looking for me to talk about. Shall I just get him on and sack you off, mate? Yeah, I just like, yeah, you don't, I don't want to talk about it. What penalty? Was there a penalty? <laughs> <laughs> Was there a game? Uh, no, nah, I mean... He speaks in sense, and, 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 and he's right. I think, you know, sideways passing, Thiago is coming. You know, I, I don't get me wrong. I love Thiago, and I was one of them. I was on the bandwagon in the summer. I was like, oh, my God, we need him. We need him. We'll bring him in, something different. We'll unlock defences. And, and now it's just like, I think I said last week, it's like, one, he looks like he can get sent off every game. He got yellow carded again in the first 10 minutes, I think. Yeah, it's not a good start. Yeah, guys, absolutely flying into tackles. Um, but secondly, yeah, it's... It slows the ball down. But I also think watching the game against Everton is like, I think some of the Liverpool players, and I might be wrong here, are kind of always looking for him. And yeah. kind of like, give him the ball and he'll make something happen. Give him the ball and he'll make something happen. And, and he hasn't been making things happen. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, look, I couldn't agree more with that. I think we've got more to, well, I think that if, if, we, if we went out and won the Champions League, which without the Anfield support, you know, let's be honest, it, Let's look at that Barcelona game. Do you think that we would have turned them over? Yeah, no, no chance. So, you know, I think that once we come up against, you know, a Bayern Munich uh, or even a Man City, to be fair, at the moment, I think that I think not having that home advantage might really impact us. Um, yeah, fair, fair point, fair point. Yeah, but there's always next season with a once, once the home support back. Uh, could be a very, very different story next season. So, um, okay, week... Uh, this weekend, Sheffield United versus Liverpool. So, like you said, the good the, the results are bounced back from. You can't get any lower than where it's at. Sheffield United is a good team to play. What do you reckon is going to be the score? Uh, oh God, my predictions haven't done great so far. So <laughs> I'm going to go one-one, and then hopefully I'll be wrong. Liverpool win. 
Liverpool had a really tough game against Sheffield United in the last um, in the last game earlier in the season. Yeah. I can't remember the score, but it was tight. And we yeah. Well, it was it was at Liverpool because this one, yeah, this one's at Sheffield United. So. Yeah, I, I think we may have won two one. I'm well, wrong. now you say that, to be honest, that was going to be my prediction, but two, yeah, two one to Liverpool on this one. Yeah, it's is my prediction. I think any, I think anyone that comes to, um, whether you come to Anfield or not, in a minute, I reckon teams will fancy Liverpool and they think get in their faces, yeah. hit them hard. But that, that, I think that'll work in your favour if they do that, because then they won't, they won't sit so deep, and then you'll have, to, you'll have some space in the final third. You can actually get Alexander Arnold and Robbo doing some overlapping finally. So yeah, it, that's the thing. If, if teams see you as weak, I think that'll work in your favour. Mm. Oh, they'll still. I mean, Sheffield United will still play deep. I think they'll still sit deep, and they'll just they'll look for the odd goal, and then they'll just defend. And they and you know, looking at the weekend, you just you, you just didn't think a goal. I just didn't think a goal was coming. Like, I didn't like for one second think we might get a goal. It, it you know it was like that, and so and I just think every team that we play from now until the end of the season, or at least till our form changes, they're going to be exactly the same. They're going to say, look, just just frustrate them. Mm-hmm. Like I said, banks are four protect the goal, defend well, win win the 50-50s, and then nick a goal. And, and, and yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Sheffield United do that. Well, the blue, blueprints work so far, isn't it? Quite a lot against you this season. So I guess it'd be silly for teams not to just copy what others have done. Yeah. Um, right, OK, we're going to move on. I think that's by far enough chat about Liverpool today. Um, not that there's much more exciting to talk about when I'm going into Arsenal or Bournemouth. So Ars- Arsenal's had a funny week, actually. I was furious after the Man City game. Uh, did you watch it at all, Jay? I, did, I had it on. I, um, I, I saw... They scored really early, didn't they? Yeah. Sterling scored in the third minute. And then I actually thought Man City would just go on in a canter. Yeah, yeah. But well, it kind of... It just, did it just, it just kind of become a bit of... Because I had it on. I, it just, I, I don't really remember much of it. So did nah. it become a bit of a nothing game? It, it, it literally was. Uh, my, my prediction... Uh, it was on last week's recording, I'm pretty sure. I said that if Man City score first then the game's pretty much done. And that was it. But Arsenal, it was like Arsenal listened to me last week and saw that the goal went in and thought, yeah, game's done, let's just relax. And they just they just kind of sat back. They had like a few brief moments, but there was just no belief that they could get back in the game. And Man City weren't really trying that hard either. So watching the game, I could see if, if Arsenal really went for it, they actually believed they could get a goal but and had confidence in themselves, they could have definitely got something out of the game. So I was fuming at the end of it. Again, a, a Bamiang, I was back on the I hate a Bamiang train. Poor captain choice, uh, way past his best, unable to win games for them. In a game like that, when you're one, the captain, and then two, you, you all, you're wearing the bloody, you know, I think he's pretty sure he's number 14, Thierry Henry's shirt. He should be getting himself into that game drop him deeper if he has to to get the ball and start something he was just nothing he was not even in the game so I was fuming but then I thought actually I asked an apology because after last night um, did you see the result against Benfica yeah yeah so amazing result we even went down 2-1 and came back 3-2 scored a goal in the 86th minute Aubameyang got the goal two lovely assists from Saka Um, and actually I got thinking you know, potentially, I would have rather that way round that maybe we didn't push it against Man City yeah. um, and go for broke, and then really give it our all against Benfica. And I think that's what we did. And looking, if, you know, if we had gone for it against Man City and maybe scraped a draw, but then lost against Benfica, that would, probably would have felt a lot worse. So, um, although I was fuming 
with Arsenal after the Man City game, I, f- I felt I had to do a bit of an apology because they made up for it against Benfica and I think they got it the right way round by putting it, that's just that little bit more investment in energy um, into that game against them. And, you know, getting through to Europa League um, next stage is really important for us. We've got, I think, Olympiacos now. That's a winnable game. You know, we're not doing anything in the league anyway. We're not going down. We're not hitting top four. So we may as well just hope for mid-table, good cup run, and uh, it will end up being a half-decent season. Um, so gaming ahead we've actually got Leicester this week at Leicester so that is going to be a tough game what are you thinking they were terrible last night what? Leicester went out I didn't, oh I didn't see that what was, what was the score they lost 2-0 at home to oh for goodness come on I know this I watched it well I had it on anyone significant it was it was someone that you would you like Slavia Prague. That's yeah. That's because that's why I couldn't remember it. Um, Slavia Prague. Yeah, they just Harvey Barnes. Who I don't know if I spoke about him. I think I didn't. I don't think I think we ran out of time. But he was one of the players that I just put like I just think he could be a great player. Oh man, he's so he good. Is. Like he, and, and then he scored that goal against Liverpool, and I was like, well, I'm not bringing that up. I'm not because <laughs> that was nothing to be proud of. Going, oh yeah, I thought Harvey Barnes would do well, and he bang one in against us, and yeah. It, it, um, but no, he was left on the bench. They, I mean, it was, sounds a little bit to me like the, that Arsenal performance against Man City. They just there was just no fight in them. Yeah, they just weren't. They, it was almost like they didn't. Re, they, you know, they just thought, do you know what this I, this Europa League? I think they want to go. They want to go top four, and I know. That no what no player is ever going to sit and go oh yeah you know I prioritized a game and I just thought don't worry about that game I can just I, you know I can relax it doesn't matter if we go out but I think subconsciously there must be something in there because they're doing so well in the league yeah you know a result against Arsenal is you know what are they in second yeah I think I think last yeah. time I checked they were second or third but and and um, with quite a few points on uh, even on Liverpool I think I think they're six points ahead of Liverpool. Um, so yeah, I th- you know I think that a club like that maybe they they're never going to go you know two or three on two or three fronts. And I think Brendan Rodgers actually come out and said if they were going to prioritise something, it probably and their their least priority would be the the um, Europa League. So yeah, they don't have the really, depth, do they, to to uh, go for both? But I, the reason why I brought that up is because I would I don't think I'll judge them on the performance last night. I no. would judge them on the performance over the last couple of days, and I think Arsenal might be in trouble. Yeah, no, it's at Leicester. They've got that style that troubles Arsenal as well. Um, you know, they can sit deep, which means Arsenal won't be able to unlock them. And um, then they can hit us on the break and take advantage of our weak defence. So, I, you know, I've got to be optimistic. I'm not going to go for an Arsenal loss because I hate betting against them most times. But um, I, I think it could be a... T- as you know, we're going to be knackered after all the effort. And oh, I'm going to go to all. Still can't bet against them, so I'm going to go to all Arsenal. Um, so, what, so what are you saying? Three 0 Leicester. Oh, ouch, Jay. Mm. That's harsh, mate. Just so you know, I've got none of my predictions right so far. So yeah, true. That's all right. Okay, I can relax. Okay, so on to Bournemouth, which I'm going to keep it short and sweet because there is not a lot to talk about it is doom and gloom in that neck of the woods i haven't even been able to really watch too much of the games but crap results from what i've heard crap performances and to to sum it up as well obviously woodgate has now been announced as the manager till the end of the season which is a, a 
bit of a come down after all the excitement of some of the, some of the names that were being thrown around and I would say personally it's not very aspirational um, if you're looking at trying to get someone in that's going to inspire the players get us into the Premier League and maybe keep us in there no chance Woodgate's that man and you can just tell by the performances since he's come in they've got fairly decent results but not against anyone good and they've not looked any better or played any different a little bit tighter at the back at times but then actually this week's just thrown that up in the air two, two terrible losses and yeah they're, they're not going up I, I can tell you now they are not getting promoted with Woodgate as manager I um I mean I, I I was thinking about this last week and thinking you know I have never really been a football former fan and I've never followed them that much so to give an, to give my opinion is pretty much like I, I'm not in the detail enough I don't watch enough of their games I don't know you know I'm not I'm not on the AFC Bournemouth page or looking at that so what I did was was to go on Twitter and find a comment about the game that made me laugh okay nice like it and, and then use that as well so it's complete plagiarism. <laughs> And, and hopefully no one um, no one pulls me up on that and and, and but it, it, if it take it as a compliment if you're one yes. of the listeners and it's your and it's your statement um, and it, it went here's how it read it said ah Bournemouth are in utter bits another year in the championship coming up with a huge wage budget I'm afraid it's downhill from here yeah that does sum it up and that's the problem when you've got a massive wage as well you, you've got to get straight back up in the Premier League you can't afford to, the, the thing is they're all going to leave it's going to be a mass exodus which means that we're going to be going being even worse the next season um, yeah it's look, looking, looking bad times some really bad decision making there um, in terms of you know, probably even the first place let you know let him Tyndall have the reins for a little bit and then oh, leaving it with Woodgate who hasn't got great managerial experience not a good record for, for the job it is, for the players we've got, which are good players, we should be going in the Premier League, but nah, we, we, we've screwed ourselves. So, doom and gloom. I don't really want to talk too much about it. Have you got anything else you want to say on it? No, just, you know, the reason why that made me, why I found that funny, that tweet. Why? Because it wasn't that funny, was it? I didn't, I no, no, it wasn't funny at all. It had 17 H's on the end of R. So, I just, <laughs> someone either fell asleep. 17. 17, yeah, I counted them. Someone ever fell asleep on the keyboard on the H, or they were that annoyed they were just wow. like, bam, 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 bam. No, no, knowing what the, what last week was like with Bournemouth, he they were definitely that annoyed. Um, and they've got Watford this week. Watford, I think, were last time I checked at least top three or four. So another one of the teams from the Premier League. I can see Bournemouth getting an absolute hammering in this game. Um, I reckon they'll. The, the thing with Bournemouth, well, they're still not even creating chances. They're just, just they cannot create. They've got no belief going forward. Um, yeah, I, I can see three three nil win to Watford for this one. What are you saying, Jay? I'm going to go one nil Bournemouth. <laughs> I got to be positive about something, can I? I can't be positive. Yeah, true. About You've been pretty well. miserable. Okay. Okay, results done. Um, I guess a few th other things just around weekly football. I just wanted to chat about some nice stories or interesting stories. First one is Chelsea. Good away win against Atletico. And um, actually on that one, again, listener engagement. I've, I've done a little thing where I po do a, uh, a post on Instagram on the stories. And people can vote for who they think is going to win the match. 75% of people voted that Atletico would win that match. Yet Chelsea got on a 1-0 away win with a Giroud goal. Um, so, yeah, really really good win for Chelsea. And two 
how do you pronounce it? Tuchel? It sounds great when you say it like Tuchel? that. Tuchel? It sounds like you're saying touche. <laughs> touche, you know, touche. Before, before a sword fight. Touche. Uh, no, I think that's right. My pronunciation, don't go with me with pronunciation. I can't pronounce anything. So, yeah, go with that. Okay. I, I think it's, it's t yeah, Tuchel. Tuchel? I don't know. Tuchel or Tuchel? I'm, I'm saying it like you now. Tuchel. <laughs> I, I, I've lost. I've lost. But anyway, he's he's eight ga eight games unbeaten since he started now, which is pretty excellent considering the some of the results that were happening before he joined. They're you know they're they're looking in a good place. Oh, that fills me with joy. <laughs> well, they've got a tough game this weekend: Chelsea versus Man United. So it, it's his. Well, you could class obviously Atletico is his first real test, but this is his first real Premier League test. Could be a really, really good game. He's a good manager, though, Em. Well, I, I wasn't sure. I know he did well at um, Borussia Dortmund and then at PSG. It's always hard to tell because cause of the league they're in and the players they've got. It's like surely anyone would do quite well. Um, so that, for, for me, if he does well in this job, that's the one that proves himself as, as a solid manager. Yeah, I hope he doesn't, but he probably will. He, yeah. is, a good, he is a good manager. He's young. I think he... he I mean, he's not afraid to make some decisions. That's why I see he's like, um, they brought Alonso back in. Yeah. Oh, did you hear about the thing he did in the, in the game midweek with um, last week with uh, Tammy? A no, yeah, not Tammy. It was uh, Hudson Odoi, wasn't it? Hudson, yeah. Yeah, he brought. Subbed him on and subbed him off again. Yeah, that's harsh. But you you've got to be a strong manager to do that, and um, it worked out all right for him. So, fair play. Actually, on to young managers. The next subject, which might fill you up with a little bit of hope. I'm going to talk about Rangers. 18 points yeah. ahead with level games. Uh, Neil Lennon's now just left Celtic because of what's going on. So absolutely amazing job by Stevie Gerrard. Yeah, great job. I mean, it's a little... Celtic were always going to have a come down. It's like it's like I was saying last week. It's like with anything. It's like you're not, you, can't con you can't win forever. You're all, there's always going to come a point where someone beats you, a team comes up, they're better than you, and that's just how football is. No one ever, I mean, unless you're PSG, I suppose, no one ever d dominates year after year after year after year. I mean, what Celtic, it's not, it, would be, it would be the 10th year this year if they won. Well, they, I, think, I think they were going for the record, weren't they? So, it's, yeah, 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 no, I think you're right, they were, and they, you know, they've done triple triples in three or four seasons, and... And to be honest, I think that if you were, if you were, I mean, if you live in Scotland or you support another team, you would, it would be so boring. It would, you just be like, oh, what's the, you know, yeah, yeah. country going like, well, what's the point? What is the point? So I think you know, it was always, it was always going to happen. I'm Gerard, um, for obvious reasons, and I think he's doing a great job with the squad that he's got there. Yeah, massively. Um, I'm not one of these people, you know, I, I'm not on the, I'm not on the clop out train or bring him in or anything like that. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not, that, that's not going to happen yet. He needs, if I'm honest, I think what, what might happen with Gerard, not that you ask my, ask my opinion, but I'm going to give it to you anyway, <laughs> that he'll, he'll actually go, he'll manage in the championship next. And I know people might say that's a step down, but I think he'll, he'll get offered a, a decent, probably a relegated Premier League team you know, like a, I mean, I was going to say Derby, but they didn't get into Premier League, did they? But, no. but you know, he'll he'll get a, a Watford or a, you know, I, I hasten to say it's not going to be Bournemouth. Oh, well, that would have been bloody lovely. Jobs. Um, I mean, he wasn't. He's never going to do it this season. It no. doesn't matter if Real Madrid come knocking. It's like he's just about to win the league. Um, with 
Rangers for the first time in, I mean, well, at least 10 years. Yeah, well, he, he's going to go down in but Rangers yeah, folklore, isn't he? After what he's done. One, stopping yeah. Celtic, getting the record, but just two, after so long out of being that sort of team to, to bring them up to what he's done and especially with the Europa League success he's got and some exciting games it's, that's the thing it's not just they're winning but uh, you know he's brought excitement they're playing attacking football lots of goals so uh, he's going to be an absolute Rangers legend yeah I, um, I, I mean I don't I do, to be honest I don't I'm not watching much of the Premier League at the moment so I have not got any time to watch the um, the, the, the Scottish even the Scottish are they still on after match of the day Oh man, yeah, I don't know. I don't even watch do Match of Day anymore, to be honest. No, I, I don't. I, when I was speaking to Luke last year, he was absolutely disgusted with me when I said that. <laughs> he, was, he was like, what do you mean? I was like, no, I, honestly, I stopped watching it because I started watching goals on Sunday. Yeah. So I would watch, like, I'd watch a lot of the games on the Saturday. I'd watch, like, um, Soccer Saturday. And then I would, and, and yeah, and then I'd be like, do I want to watch Match of the Day again? I've, just, I've already seen all the games. And yeah, he was absolutely disgusted with me. So I'd be interested to hear any other people's views on that. Have people, have people maintained Match of, match of the Day as it's a bit a bit of a, like, you know, they yeah. were growing up and that's what they did. And, and whereas me, now I, I, I feel like as soon as I got Sky, really, when I, when, I, when I got Sky myself, I kind of started watching, like, I stopped watching Match of the Day because, yeah, I, I'd end up watching most of the games anyway. Yeah, it's the nostalgic feel behind watching it. I get that, but to, I, I I watch it on YouTube a lot of it. All the highlights are on 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 my on YouTube literally as soon as they're the games are finished. Yeah, so I end yeah. up just catching up with it on there, and um, rather than being stuck to a specific time. But yeah, yeah, good shout. You know, anyone listening, I'll, I'll put a post up in there in regards to it. Please leave comments or anything like that. Be interested to hear if anyone else either a still watches it. You know, why do they still watch it? Is it purely out of nostalgia? Uh, if they don't, you know. Is is it because you, you you've had enough of that sort of thing now? Be quite interesting to see what what the consensus there is. Yeah, and uh, um, and and also, which is my point, it, it, is it was it a dream of mine that the Scottish football highlights came on straight after match, <laughs> or, or was that in fact an actual? Oh uh, yeah, I can't confirm that for you. I'm afraid I have no idea. Oh. Um, but. For, for your bit of optimism, Stevie Gerrard, he is a good manager. He's proved it. And obviously, at one day, you're going to want him managing Liverpool. So yeah. the omens are good there. Right, let's move on to next subject. Let's go controversial opinion. I have one. Do you have anything you want to throw in, into it first? No, let's, let's hear yours. I might okay. Depending on how boring yours is. Maybe it's not as exciting as last time. I, I, th I thought I probably peaked a bit early with the whole is our lefties uh, one-footed. But... This one is based on the new Premier League ball coming out. And I've, I've been a fan of the Premier League ball over the last sort of five seasons. Um, some, some of the designs that they've had. But this one, part of it is good. But what I don't like, and this is my controversial, unpopular opinion, I don't like hoops on balls. So when the Premier League ball has hoops on it, yeah. or rings, for some reason, the way it travels through the air and looks as it travels really dislike it I don't know why it puts me off and it happened I think it was 2004 to 2006 there were two to three seasons where they, I think they had these blue or these red rings or hoops around it and I just remember every time someone scored a really good goal that was from miles out it was ruined by the the image of this weird looking ball traveling through the air looking as if it was moving all over the place I to be honest mate I am I am that is not a boring subject at all because Ooh. as soon as you said that as soon as you said that, and I, sorry, I'm not going to agree with you because I. Ah, oh, damn it! But 
all it made me think about was the might of Delta Premier League, and there will never, ever be a ball that comes close to that. Yeah, no, 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 no chance. We, we, we can talk best footballs in, in a bit, but what's your thoughts on the hoops and the balls, Jay? I've never, again, I, I mean, I'd never thought about lefties and that last week, which, to be honest, I, I that stayed with me for most of the evening. It was really annoying because I, <laughs> I, kept, I kept coming back to it and I was thinking, wait a minute, why have I never thought about that? Like, that's... That's a really interesting thing. So, but but just going on your ball, I have never. Maybe I don't pay enough attention. I don't think I've ever noticed a different shade on a ball or a circle on a ball. Or I, I don't know. Uh, do you know what? I think what's come out of this is you are a lot more attentive than I. <laughs> I, I mean, Clearly. I mean, I it, I think I've seen the new one. Is it the one that looks like it's got kind of. It's like faded. It's like starts black around the outside, and it kind of fades in. It's it's like is it hexagons over it or circles? Yeah, it? it's it's like kind of like hexagons, and then it's blue, like some blue rings or hoops around it. Yeah, I think I have seen that in. I, I think I must have seen in the paper or something. Yeah. Um, okay. No, I, I haven't really thought about it too much, but I do get what you're saying though, because I guess when a when a circle moves through the air, especially if it's got like a bit of spin on the ball. Yeah. It's exactly. Gonna look it's going to look warped, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. The circle isn't going to be perfect. But So thanks for that, because that's probably going to annoy me. <laughs> I've ruined every, every, the next six time months time. of football for you. I basically turn into my wife, or in fact, that's unfair, I turn into my daughter, who's more interested in why the referee's wearing yellow <laughs> than, than she is about the score or who might score. Um, so yeah, I um, thanks for that, because that's definitely going to annoy me from now on. But no, up until this point, I'd never noticed it. No problem. So again, listeners, please give us your opinions. Hoops on balls. What's your thoughts? Have you ever ever thought that? Is it just me that has these thoughts every single week? Um, yeah, I'd be really interested to know whether um, I'm normal or just an absolute freak. So please do let me know. Um, okay, actually, the, the, the best Premier League football, because we're running out of time, I think we'll save that. That could be a great topic for another time. Um, do, you want, do we want to go into a topic before the quiz? Nah, let's let's quiz it, and then depending on how long the quiz takes, if you want, if we want to squeeze in a okay, um, good shout, squeeze in another topic because we can, we yeah, we can always pick that up next week. Okay, so I've got I've got a fairly simple quiz, um, which actually again, as always, looking into us, it made it very very interesting. So, the top scorers of each of the European Championship tournaments since, let's go from 1992. 92. Yeah, and it's quite hard actually because unlike the World Cup, you get a lot of people on the joint top number. Um, so normally there's at least there's usually just one or tops two when it comes to the World Cup top scorers. But for the European Championships, uh, I guess there's less games, so you get a few less goals and there's a few more people stuck on on the same number. So 1992, there's four players that all got three goals, and that was that was the top amount. Um, can you name just one of them? So. 92, that, is that when Denmark won it? Yes. Okay, so I'm just going to go louder. No, no, there is. I think there's a da Danish player there, but it was Henrik Larsson. Um, but I'll give you a clue. There's a Dutch, a Swedish, and a German. So it's, it's Swedish, not Henrik Larsson? Well, no, it's not. It's, it's, he, he was too young for that anyway. No, it was, it was a Danish player. Nicknamed so. Stor Larsson. Come on, Dutch, Swedish... And um, German. Uh, German Klinsmann? No, I'm going to give you a clue. Ex-Liverpool striker. Oh, Karl Heinz. Yes, yeah. 
And uh, the, the Dutch was Dennis Burkamp, Swedish Thomas Brolin. Uh, okay, there was one top goal scorer in Euro '96. Any ideas, Jay? Now, are you sure Henrik Larsson wasn't playing in '92 when he was? Nah, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Um, uh, come on, '96 scored five goals. Alan Shearer. Yes, absolute beauty. Um, okay, uh, 2000. So this one I think was in was it Netherlands and Belgium? I think. Yeah, is this so, when Italy won it? No, no, that was France. Greece won it. No, that that was that was the next year. Uh, this was this was France. France won it against against Italy with the uh, golden goal. So I'm gonna get. I, I, There's two I, on five goals. Trezeguet. No, no French players. So this is a tough one. There's one you will not get. Uh, and well, actually, I'll, I'll lead with that one. He played yeah. in the Premier League for Aston Villa. And it was for a team that doesn't exist anymore because they've been sort of broken apart. At least I don't think they have, unless my geography is terrible. I can only think of one. So it, it was, it's, the first thing I thought of Aston Villa was Angel, but he was Colombian. So yeah. it him. So was it John Carew? Nope. Milosevic. Oh, yeah, he he played for Yugoslavia. Yeah. Um, and then there's a, a Dutch striker. Um, Pierre Van Hooydonk? Nope. Cliver. Cliver. Okay. The, the Greece one, 2004. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure it wasn't a Greece player. No, nope, it was not. Because they scored a they scored about four goals in the whole tournament. Pretty much. And all headed goals from corners. But um, this one, I don't want to give you a clue because you, you, you know him well. Well, that's my clue. You know him, him well. It's not from a massive country. Oh, God. That means he's a Liverpool player. He's, he's not played for a massive country. Again, this is what my brain does. My brain just goes for a player that I liked around that time, and it's not going to be Yari Lipman because Finland wouldn't have. I don't doubt they. No, no. Um, okay, I'll give you a clue. He had a he had a classic strike partnership with the, in this country, with a classic sort of English style where he was small and he had this big guy with him. Can't think of the guy's name. The big guy it wasn't Jan Koller or something like that. Big bulb guy. Who did he play for? Czech Republic. Oh, how are you oh, not getting no, this? I, I know this. I, to be honest, I'm absolutely fuming with myself. I didn't know this because this was one of the reasons why I had optimism the next season, even though the season before he did absolutely nothing. Uh, it's Milan Barrett. Yes, that is the guy. Um, okay, so we got uh, two more tournaments left. 2008, just one player, scored four goals. And this was for the tournament winners, actually, I think, on this one. Uh, so is it is it Ronaldo? No, no, uh, two thousand eight. Um, it was um, oh Spain that won it. Do you know what? I just thought then, this is how old I am, or how old I feel. I feel like two thousand and eight was like last. Year. <laughs> do you ever do you ever do that? I'm like, yeah, you know, sadly. My, my, my mind's going. My mind's going. Oh, two thousand eight. Oh, that was when. That was only a couple of years ago, wasn't it? It's like no, it's we're two thousand twenty-one now. Um, 2008. Who won it? Uh, Spain won it. Uh, Torres. No, it wasn't actually. I was surprised because he scored the goal in the final, didn't final, he, against yeah. Germany? But no, it's David Villa. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, 2012. This one, I can't remember who. Um, uh, Spain won this again actually because that was their third tournament back to back. But there's basically three. Uh, the top amount of goals was three. There was one, two, three six players that got it so it's a bit of a lame tournament from that respect so even if you just get one of these um 
you can pass on so the next one. So should we just go David Villa again? Just no, no, it wasn't actually. There, uh, <laughs> there's the other Spain player you said, Fernando Torres, oh. which I was surprised by because this was when it, this was when Torres was poor. Um, you've got who else? You got you got a Croatian player, Portuguese, Italian, German, and who's this guy? Russia. Nice. Come on, you go get one of them. Oh, you asked me for another you, one. Yeah, you, you didn't actually get the other one. Paviachenko. No. Okay, so we got Alan Jegoev of Russia, Mario Mandzukic of Croatia, Cristiano Ronaldo of Portugal, Mario Gomez of Germany, Fernando Torres, and Mario Balotelli. Okay, last one. 2016. This was in France. It was won by Portugal. Uh, one player who got six goals. So yeah. I think one of the highest scores in one tournament. Would it have been Port would it have been Ronaldo? Nope. Did he score six? I don't think he scored. No, six. no, he didn't. Oh uh, God. I think what, young young player kind of just coming onto the scene for um for, for the team that really should have won that tournament. Lewandowski? No. Poland wouldn't have won it. God, why would that? Antoine, Antoine Griezmann. Yeah, I'd see this Because that's when he, he came famous with that uh, with that celebration, didn't he? With the, it was the Drake one, I think. Yeah. Yeah, the phone one. Okay, quiz over. I, I'm so jealous because my, I'm sorry to say, Jay, but my quiz is so much better than yours. I, I, I sit here doing the quiz for you, jealous that I'm not on the other side. I think you need to, you need to up your game next week. On a on a on a um on the quiz. The thing is, is like uh, what annoys me is that I would have watched most of the game. Maybe not ninety two. I'll give myself that in ninety two. I was only six. So I, I but 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 I don't. I watched every. I watched all them Euro games. I should know that. That should be in there. Um, whether you, I feel like you put me under too much pressure. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't. I don't. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, you're, you're asking a team who should have won it, and I'm going Lewandowski in Poland. As if, <laughs> you know, oh, do you remember that good run that Poland, had, Poland had two years? Oh yeah, cla that classic run which they've never had. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh goodness me. Right. No, mate, it, was, it wasn't really good quiz, but I almost think it's too hard. I don't know. If, too, I don't right. Know. Come on, you got to do your worst against me next next week, then, okay? Right. Come, come ready with questions. And and go for it, and uh, let's see if I can ha handle the pace. What, so what you think? It's something like, can you name every left back that's appeared in a Germany squad in the last fifteen years? To, uh, mate, I, I'd probably fancy a little go at that one. Actually, no, it's, but not Germany. Maybe, maybe Holland or France or something. I'd probably get it. I reckon. Go on, and give me three Dutch left backs. Uh, Giovanni van Bronckhorst. Uh, was Frank de Boer one? Or was, no, he's a left centre back, wasn't he? Um, Oh, you put me on the spot now. The one there was one for the France '98 one who was called. Yeah, that's the whole point of a quiz is being put on the spot. That's what you've done to me for the last ten minutes. Yeah, but and it, look, we're running out of time. We're gonna have to save this for next week. Otherwise, I'll have smashed it. But we're just, we're gonna have to park it there. I'm afraid, Jay, because um, yeah, yeah. We, we're gonna have to wrap this up. So that is everything for this week. Thank you very much for your time, Jay. Yeah. Um, just no for problem. 
for those listening um, please obviously as always subscribe follow us on Instagram as well leave comments on any posts that we've got share us around so we get as many people listening as possible and ideally as many people in, involved as well we want people leaving comments so we can read them out um, on whether it be on matches that have happened whether it be on some of the weird subjects that we bring up or even the quizzes that we do um, please leave comments please subscribe please share it around so everyone gets to listen as well and uh, yeah thank you very much for your time and have a good week Thanks, mate.